You're listening to audio from the Cathedral Church of the Advent in Birmingham, Alabama, a church with a heart for the gospel. Find out more at adventbirmingham.org. In 1741, Christianity was at a low ebb in England. Deism, the belief that God was an impersonal being who stood apart from his creation and let things take their natural course, was in full force. Many within the Church of England began to espouse such unbiblical views, and its effects were being felt even throughout the entire nation. In response, a wealthy patron of the arts and clergyman, Charles Jennings, sat down and wrote out the lyrics of a work that he would entitle Messiah. He sent it along to his friend George Friedrich Handel, who set the words to music in 24 days and the rest is history. We often hear Messiah this time of year. Unto us a child is born, plays in the background as we unwrap gifts or prepare our Christmas dinners. Performances of it occur in churches and concert halls the world over leading up to Christmas. But of course, Messiah is not just about the coming of the Lord Jesus as an infant born to Mary in Bethlehem, but it tells the story of salvation, God's plan of salvation for his people. Messiah reminds us from the words of the Bible that God is not an uninterested observer in human events, but is intimately involved in bringing about his plans and purposes, namely, that we might come to know the Lord Jesus Christ and experience salvation through him reconciliation with God. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. As we read in Isaiah 53 and hear sung in part two of Messiah. Jesus did not come into the world to give us a vague and general feeling of joy and peace, and certainly not for a season, but he came in order to die so that we might be reconciled to God. And as he has been raised from the dead, he now reigns forever and ever, as the Hallelujah Chorus reminds us, as King of kings and Lord of lords. Handel's Messiah is a cultural fixture whether you're a believer in Jesus or not. But its effects go further afield. Most of us are familiar with Westminster chimes, the chiming of the bells to note the quarter of the hour from the great bell tower at the Houses of Parliament in London. The sound has been replicated through grandfather clocks throughout the world. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. As keeper of the great clock, Mike McCann regularly walks past a wooden plaque on the wall alongside the mechanism which regulates the sonorous boom of Big Ben. It reads, All through this hour, Lord be my God, that by thy power no foot shall slide. A quote from Handel's Messiah. And the music which we hear the bells toll it's taken from the part of Messiah where we sing, I know my Redeemer liveth. So every time you hear Westminster chimes, 
you're being told, you're being reminded, your Redeemer lives. Your Redeemer has come, Emmanuel, God with us. Jennings and Handel remind us from the words of the Bible that Jesus has come into the world to give his life for you, to be raised for you, and to reconcile you to God. Your Redeemer lives. Joy and peace, not just for a season, but for eternity. Merry Christmas. You've been listening to audio from the Cathedral Church of the Advent. If you live in Birmingham or find yourself visiting, we hope you will join us at one of our Sunday services. Find out more at adventbirmingham.org.